Welcome to Wiser Wednesday Experience Speaks, a podcast that discusses the improvement of physician engagement and physician documentation habits by focusing on the core aspects of clinical documentation integrity. Here is the creator and founder of Core CDI, the co-founder of Top Gun Audit School, and your host of this podcast, Glenn Krause. Okay, hello, this is Glenn Krause, co-founder of Top Gun Audit School with my good colleague and long-term friend, Ernie. I'm also the founder of Core CDI. If you haven't checked out my website, please do, core-cdi.com. Lots of resources on there to help in the CDI processes, transforming CDI, expanding your horizons, and also have Wiser Wednesday uh, with how many, I think I have about 25, uh, over 25 uh, excellent, interesting, thought provocative podcasts. And you can get it on iTunes and what's all your favorite uh, podcasts uh, uh, tool. Yeah, it'll be on Spotify and iTunes. Yeah, check it out. Uh, I've, I've just released about three or four, and I have some great ones coming up uh, soon. So, Ernie, thanks for uh, thanks for being on this little podcast here. I saw an article. I saw an article uh, in uh, was it WebMD about uh, 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 becoming more efficient in the EHR, and I decided mm-hmm. I really wanted to. St- couple of pieces or points there that I want to focus on that caught my attention from the CDI perspective. Ernie, what are you thinking about that article? Uh, well, I like, I like the article, and it, it even references a blog post at the uh, American Academy of uh, Family Physicians Journal, and it talks about what, what I think, you know, even from my perspective, not being a physician, it sounds to me, being a process guy, these are, these are good points. These are good things. Uh, and I know you've got a lot to say about it as well. I mean, they're, they talk about very practical things in that article, you know, setting up the uh, exam rooms so you don't have your back to the patient. Right. That's right. Cause I hate that. I just came from, I know, the, I know. I just I, came I, from my practice. I know what the guy's back looks like. Yeah. <laughs> well, fortunately I have a doctor that doesn't do it that way. He sets it so that I'm looking at the same screen he has. And they use the electronic questionnaires and somebody, a nurse comes in and asks me stuff ahead of time. Uh, and, uh, you know, everybody's got these templates and smartphones. Oh, that's, that's, yeah, that's what I want to talk about today. Yeah, that really yeah. caught my attention. Yeah. Uh, and so, you know, one thing that I want to really caution physicians and CDI should be actually uh, uh, taking hold of this. We can't change behavior. We, we can certainly modify or make the compelling argument in case and uh, uh, the reasons why uh, templates uh, uh, can be dangerous, but they can be helpful. And so uh, my experience over the last 28 years is as the EHR came to play, one of the things that uh, the EHR trainers uh, from the, from the, uh, EHR companies, if they're going through a trans uh, transition, yeah. or you're a new employee and you never use the system, maybe your informatics people, or your medical records people, or your IT people specializing in the EHR training, will go over the shortcuts. Okay, templates. Uh, what's another thing? Uh, uh, short phrases. Uh, you can push a, a control asterisk there on your screen and it populates uh, with pre uh, uh, predetermined information that you set up 
Okay, that's good as long as you use it properly. So I want to put a word of caution out there to physicians, all providers, and CDI, so they're all on the same page. Case management UI yeah. is that if you don't use, if you neglect templates and overuse them and use them only as a crutch for documentation to save time, you have to take the time to update the note. Exactly. Because, it, because I just reviewed, uh, I don't know, seven or eight office notes yesterday and I thought I was looking at the same patient for eight patients in a row. Wow. Uh, uh, you kind of wonder when you get when you get templates that are not changed and not updated because every record uh, there's a patient behind there. Okay, and uh, uh, each patient doesn't have the same presentation. They don't have the same needs necessarily. They don't have the same the same clinical picture. Uh, and I want to read this about uh, from the Palmetto GBA, which is the uh, the MAC uh, in the Carolinas, okay, from Medicare. It says medical records cloning. What is cloning? The word cloning refers to documentation that is what is exactly like previous entries. Hmm. This may be also referred to as cut and paste, copy and paste, or carried forward. Clone documentation may be handwritten, but generally occurs when using a pre-printed template or promoting interoperability programs, electronic record, copy mm. and paste, carry forward, uh, 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 templates, smart phrases. It goes on to say, while these methods of documenting are acceptable, it would not be expected the same patient had the same exact problem, symptoms, and required the exact same treatment, or the same patient had the same problem situation on every encounter. Authorship and documentation EHR must be authentic. So notice I said this, uh, it would not be expected the same patient had the same exact problem, symptoms, and required the exact same treatment. So let me give you an example, Ernie. Okay. A patient comes in with abdominal pain. Okay. You can create a template like for a history of present illness. There's eight elements, location, quality, severity, duration, uh, Time in context, modifying factors associated signs and symptoms. Okay. Yeah. And so I've seen records where they have a template and they push a button and it fills in. Every patient appears to be the same, uh, uh, so, uh, like, uh, like quality, severe. Well, well, how do you define severe? If I said severe, would, you two, would two doctors come up with the same definition of severe? Doubtful. Uh, doubtful. Okay. So it comes with three. Yeah. Oh, okay, and here's another th caution. And that's and, not a criticism. That's just a. I mean, it's a. It's just. I mean, this is this is not stuff that is you know that highly defined. No, listen to this, Ernie. Uh, uh, clone documentation does mm -hmm. not meet medical necessity requirements for coverage of service. Identification of this type of documentation will lead to denial of service services for lack of medical necessity and recoupment of all overpayments made. And when I see clone documentation, whether it's progress notes, copy and paste in the, uh, in the hospital, copy and paste progress notes for a, a follow-up patient encounter in the office, I score that as zero, no payment. Because the copy, paste, review, edit, sign is okay. Copy yeah. and paste is not acceptable. 
uh, and well, you know, and also I think I'm 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 firm in my conviction, Ernie and everyone else, that copy and paste and templates and short phrases contributes to over documentation. And according to uh, Palmetto, over documentation is the practice of inserting false or irrelevant documentation to create appearance of supporting for building higher level services. And yeah. I'm not insinuating that providers do this to upcode but it certainly can promote it based on putting information uh, and puffery in there because yeah. you didn't, you copy and pasted or have a template that they all look the same. That's very thorough. Well, you haven't edited it. It looks like over documentation. So, you know, we've been talking about this for uh, the last couple of weeks and a couple of webinars that, uh, that I've been involved in and some of them uh, you have, I mean, it's, it's, uh, two things. Number one, uh, well, I just was in a webinar yesterday. It talked about HL7 feeds. Yeah. That's how your payer gets this information from you and why very often you get denials really early because they're getting all this stuff in the HL7 feed and your smart phrases and things, your admission protocols, your order sets are all going yeah. through there and you're making it easy for the yeah. payer to... Oh. What, what, what is Dr. Jake Martin, uh, who's yeah, been on the show? It's like playing t-ball. You set the ball on the, you're setting the ball on the post and the payers hitting it out of the park. because That's right. right. That's exactly right. And the other piece is, uh, I want to just uh, say a couple of things about, uh, points about this, Ernie. Okay. What was the title of the article again, please? Go to, uh, go to the top of the article. What is it? Well, uh, tips, what is the title? Time-saving tips for doctors who want to work more efficiently. Okay. Uh, more efficiently means understanding what are the standards and uh, best practice principles of documentation. It's not, we should not allow the doctor to have the EHR control the doctor's encounter and communication. Should be the other way around. The doctor knows what the standards of documentation, what is a good H&P? What is a uh, complete and accurate note? What, what, is a, what is a solid communicative progress note? So the next physician to assume and care of the patient can, can uh, take over exactly where the last physician left off. They know where the patient's been, where's the patient now, what, is, what was the doctor thinking, why is the doctor thinking, where are they going, why, uh, uh, what are they going to do when they uh, get there in terms of plan of care, and what alternative plans or di provisional diagnosis does the doctor think for working up the patient. So that, that has to be executed in the chart, and the EHR cannot do that for you. You have to understand what the standards and principles are so you can, you can take hold of the EHR and not be sitting there pointing and clicking, trying to get through the, the, the workflow of the EHR. We need to know what could need, what should be in the chart, take control of using the EHR and not rely on it as a crutch, but a tool. It's not a crutch for reimbursement. It's not a tool for reimbursement. It's a tool for communicating patient care. We but owe it to our patients. To, yeah, you're going to have to not let the EHR uh, uh, show you what to do. That's you, right. You need to be in control of what you're putting into the EHR. Don't rely on it to uh, to see send you down a path because then you're going down a path that probably wasn't designed by a physician. No, you know, no, EA, the biggest complaint that providers and physicians, nurse practitioners, PAs have are is that 
it, uh, the workflow does not emulate their thought processes of working up a patient or treating a patient. So uh, you get these young people working for uh, uh, software companies, uh, making their mark and developing uh, templates, developing workflow processes of how you enter information, but it's not relevant to, to practice of medicine. And so uh, mm. one other thing I want to close with, Ernie, is that when I was a CDI manager in Maryland, uh, one of the roles that I played and I really advocate for is uh, working with physicians uh, as part of our role and duties and added value to find out and uncover, identify what are the specific challenges physicians have in using the EHR? What are the, what are the challenges mm -hmm. in documenting? Because now, when I started asking, people looked like I was from outer space. Um, uh, are you in CDI? I sure am. Well, uh, we never had this before. I say, well, this is a new role that I, I'm, I'm new to the organization. And this is what I want to do is to help you become better, effective communicators, working smarter, yeah. not harder. Uh, just like this uh, article says, uh, then go and then serve as a go between between your informatics department uh, who don't doesn't necessarily have the uh, wherewithal or the specific training for documentation like uh, like I do and every every CDI professional should have beyond CC MCC DRGs and yeah. queries uh, uh, we add a lot of value and physicians will really appreciate uh, our profession when we're going to bat for them we're yeah. not going to bat for them when we ask them doctor can you please clarify the type of uh, 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 heart failure? Uh, a, acute on, on chronic systolic, acute on chronic diastolic, acute on chronic uh, combination, chronic systolic, chronic diastolic, unable to determine. Who cares? As a, one doctor put, wrote in one, once on a query, gave a new line with a checkoff box. Who cares? <laughs> Gee whiz. <laughs> or what's in it for me, you know? And that's that's really something that we need to, to address, get buy-in. Help physicians in their uh, administrative challenges of using the EHR, letting them know that templates are not the end-all and be-all, and help them better communicators. Yeah. That uh, our, our physicians, all physicians would appreciate that. Do you agree, yeah. Ernie? I totally agree. And there was one more thing in that article that I think uh, you and I have a difference of opinion with the article. It was talking about use, getting a scribe, because I know you've got a very, uh, you know, very uh, uh, keen opinion about that. And I agree with you. Scribes are best used in the emergency department. Because yeah. that's where time is really a really a factor. The scribe can help you save a lot of time. Uh, but I, 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 I agree with you. I don't think scribes are, uh, you know, should be used for the, the just the typical uh, physician encounter. No, and you know why, Ernie? Let me, let me just close with this. I keep on saying that, but this is important. I'll drive home that point. Uh, a, scribes only, uh, they only can communicate what the doctor says. Scribes mm -hmm. means record what the doctor communicated. If they don't, if the scribes do not have uh, a, a strong understanding and appreciation for uh, the, you know, the standards of documentation, what, it, what, what, uh, what is a good note, what's a solid note, what's a weak note, and 
and are able to provide that feedback of constructive, positive feedback in the interest of continuous quality improvement, all we're doing is mechanizing poor documentation. Yeah, yeah. And, and that, you know, the scribes are good for uh, inputting data, inputting orders, referrals, uh, all that. So the physician doesn't have to spend time doing that. Yeah. But the physician still needs to tell the patient's story. I, That's I can, right. I can remember times when I've been in a, 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 a physician visit and there was a physician assistant there and the physician was uh, not only, uh, you know, talking to me, he was also talking to the assistant, telling him, you know, we need to, we need to say this and this and this in the documentation. So he was instructing the physician advisor who was sort of acting like a, or not a physician, advisor, a physician assistant. She was sort of acting like a scribe. Uh, and that, you know, that's fine, but she, you know, she was being trained. So that's a little different. Scribes aren't normally going to be. No, and the, most of the scribes are not even in the room anymore. Yeah, they're you know, in, physicians. And in, in the office, uh, you have a little uh, speaker there. Uh, and uh, who knows where the hell, they, excuse me, who knows where the heck they are. Uh, uh, and, and, the, and the thing is, they're describing whatever the doctor says. I've been to an office where, the, where I, would, uh, I was uh, given a doctor instruction uh, and I confused the scribe because I was saying, doctor, you may want to put it this way. So the, so the person couldn't scribe because I was uh, talking in between. He didn't know what to write down. Oh, yeah, yeah. Ernie, I really appreciate the opportunity, folks. The closing remark is, please, if you see clone documentation as a CDI professional, do yourself a favor. Do the patient a favor. Do the doctor a favor. Provide feedback if the record looks like it's uh, all the progress notes are the same. If you're doing outpatient CDI and you see clone documentation from record to record because of templates and short phrases, uh, don't criticize the physician. Just just uh, uh, provide some feedback and guidance and say, you know, payers won't pay you for clone documentation. I've been in the case of a uh, defendant a subject matter expert on a lawsuit uh, uh, that hinged on poor, uh, poor outcomes uh, for the patient, but it was really poor documentation that put the coffin, put the nail in the coffin. Mm. Uh, 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 every note looked the same, and I saw the deposition uh, 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 and the witness and uh, the defendant and the plaintiff being, uh, being uh, deposed. And uh, the physician says he did this or he did that or he, he understood why this result uh, was abnormal but didn't do anything about it. Well, all he did was copy and paste the labs and radiology report and made no comments about it. Yeah. So he got caught with his pants down. Well, it just, ser it just serves to, uh, you know, make the point. Um, he, there are lots of things that can go wrong if you're cloning documentation. That's right. And the, and the, the uh, not the least of which is that your patient can be harmed. Ernie, that's, that's Publishers Clearinghouse. You won $2 million. <laughs> hey, one hey, uh, last thing I, uh, I just remembered. If you go to the doctor's company, it's the biggest mal malpractice uh, insurance company for they only do uh, physicians. Uh, biggest malpractice uh, insurance coverage uh, mm -hmm. and go to their website 
Uh, the doctors, I think it's the doctorscompany.com. Please sign up for their list. Sir. They got some great, great articles in there. Cool. Type in medical record documentation. You'll get a whole slew of information about about poor documentation. What is good documentation? They have two YouTube videos that you can actually play for physicians as part of a meeting with them, you know, like a educational session. And it actually discusses two cases that they had, they had to pay out because of clone documentation. And they actually put on the screen the, the copies of the clone documentation that led to a payout. Great website. Check it out. Ernie, thank you for your time. Thank you, everyone. It was uh, the doctor's company. So the address is. The oh, let me look it up. Hold on. Let me look it up here. I think that's what it is. Uh, let me double check. We don't want to give you false information. We <laughs> take pride in giving you great information here. Doctor's company. If I can spell, Ernie. Yeah, the doctor's I'm, company. I'm, I'm so excited. It's Friday. You know, my hands are shaking. <laughs> the doctors.com. Yeah, check it out. Uh, please okay. sign up for their list. Sir. Ernie, thanks, everyone. Right. And uh, do check out our topgun.com website. Uh, we have fun. We also check out Finally Friday. I have CDI Gold once a month. Please yeah. take advantage of that and consider joining. It's a very cost-effective way to expand your horizon and earn some CEUs. All right, everyone, good luck. What do you say, Ernie? Good luck in what you're doing. Yeah, good luck in all your appeals. Be safe and well. All Thank right, you. thanks. Uh, see you next time. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Okay.